Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort. Uh, you know, Jim, the Timberwolves and Warriors last night, Wolves win. They're, they're playing terrific basketball, even when they don't have their A game, which was the case last night. They still managed to win. But how about the fracas that broke out immediately? I saw Alan Horton tweet out, it's the first time in NBA history, three guys ejected before a single point had been scored. I like to see the Wolves standing up for themselves a little bit. Yeah, a culmination of a lot of things. Uh, playing same team, same arena, second time in three nights. Uh, the fact that the Warriors are not playing well, so they're very chippy right now. They mm-hmm. got beat by the, the Wolves on Sunday night. Uh, Clay Thompson is a classy guy and a classy player, but he thought that they were picking on him a little bit, so he responded. I, I thought that, that what happened between McDaniels and Thompson was just typical NBA play. Again, yeah. when you're playing same time in three nights, you have a, your best defender against an all-time great shooter. Uh, they end up grabbing each other's jerseys and flinging each other around. I just didn't think that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Of course, the, the referees have to deal with it, but it wasn't like viciousness. And it, no. was, it wasn't. It was two good guys. Yep. Then Draymond Green yeah. comes in and grabs Rudy Gobert in a chokehold, and everything changes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that stems from a Draymond Green being the dirtiest player in the league always. Yep. B the fact that uh, those guys have. Shot, taking shots at each other on social media in the past about maturity. Uh, Gobert, you know, ripped Green for maturity once, and then when, when Gobert and Kyle Anderson got into it last year, which was immature on Gobert's part, yeah. uh, Green fired back. So that was kind of, that table was set. But it was Green saying, okay, here's an opportunity for me to go get Gobert, uh, regardless of what else is happening. I mean, he didn't care that Clay Thompson and McDaniels were getting into it. He just saw a chance to get a cheap shot on Gobert. Yeah. Uh, the, the referees handled it exactly right. Uh, it was right to throw McDaniels and and Thompson out. It was right to uh, throw Green out. It was right to not throw Gobert out. So I thought the referees handled it right. And that kind of led to a really uneven night of basketball. Uh, the Wolves did not play well for most of the game. But Towns played great, and they were down 12 in the third, and they came back and, and won going away. Uh, two big plays down the stretch, Towns with a big three, and then uh, Ant tossed into Conley in the corner for an open three, and and they, they survive in a really ugly game. Yeah. Any suspensions forthcoming for those three guys? I mean, Green should be out of the league. Uh, <laughs> I know they won't throw him out of the league, but he deserves to be out of the league. Yeah. Uh, whatever they want to, however they want to punish him won't be enough. Yep. Uh, McDaniels and Green uh, and Thompson, I would think that's not a suspension. Mm-hmm. I, I think they handle, I thought the refs handled it well. And I think that's enough, just ejection. Yeah, you know, and, and Towns has found his shot, and we knew he would. I mean, he's got such a long history of being an outstanding shooter. Uh, but. But his game is developing. He had a little crossover, step-back, mid-range uh, jumper uh, that he hit. He continues to add things to his offensive game. And, you know, then I, I wanted to watch the post-game uh, last night and see what the TNT guys had to say. And like you say, it's just for entertainment purposes. It's not that yeah. they are real analysts of the game. I don't know how much film that either Barkley or Shaq is studying. I don't think there's a lot of that. They're watching the games like we are. But uh, uh, and And... And Barkley keeps sticking to his point. He doesn't think Towns and, and Gobert can play together, but boy, it sure looks like they are. They are. And, uh, you know, where I keep kept, I mean, I said they would be able to play together mm-hmm. all along. Mm-hmm. And my point last year was not, was that, hey, okay, you're judging them, you know, with, you're judging them without having them have a point guard who will play with them. I mean, Gobert comes here and he's got to play with D'Angelo Russell who didn't like him and didn't want to throw him the ball. Yep. You know, it's hard to judge him. Number two, Gobert was obviously not full speed. 
Uh, and it looks, it's even more obvious now that you see him when he is full speed. He was not the guy who was the three-time defensive player of the year last year. He did, right. couldn't move his feet. And when you can't move your feet, your hands don't work as well. Um, he just looked awkward the entire season. Uh, he was actually still pretty effective defensively, and he still got his rebounds, but he wasn't the intimidator, and he didn't chase. He didn't, he didn't hassle the way he's capable of. Now you're seeing, so now you're seeing Gobert and Towns, and then Towns got hurt, right? And Towns also, Towns got sick in training camp, lost yep. 20 pounds. He wasn't, I mean, there are, there are a lot of factors there. Um, now you're seeing Towns and Gobert, both healthy, both coming off good summers, both coming off a training camp together for the first time, because Towns was sick the previous one, mm-hmm. and playing with a point guard who will get them both the ball where they want them. Uh, I think, to me, the biggest change in Towns, because he's always been a great offensive player, to me the biggest change in Towns has been uh, real intention in hustling back in transition, playing good team defense, and, and I mean, I, I guess that's it. I mean, just, yep. you see a little more, oh, and not, not being as demonstrative when he complains to the refs. All NBA players complain to the refs. You just don't want to do it in a way that's going to maybe not help you get the next call. And I think Towns has tamed that a little bit. But I just see a lot of effort on the defensive end. Yeah, and the Wolves are have to be an uncomfortable team to play against in, in many ways. Jaden McDaniels might be the best defensive player in the NBA, and he can guard anybody uh, on the floor. He's developing that reputation, at least, and rightfully so. And then Towns is a bit of an elbow swinger. Gobert will hit you on the head with an elbow accidentally. And, and Anthony Edwards is going to throw a dunk on, on guys' heads, and that makes him uncomfortable. I could see the Wolves seeing some more scraps as the season goes along. Yes, and I think the uh, you know obviously the fight makes this a very interesting game. Mm-hmm. To me, the probably the best moment of the young season for the Wolves was Draymond Green trying to get in Anthony Edwards' head, and Anthony Edwards just brushing him off like he was nothing. Yeah, I mean that's that's a rising star looking at a a multiple a, a great player. Draymond Green is an idiot, but he's also a great player. Those yeah. things are not mutually exclusive. Right. And just looking at a multiple champion, a driver of championships, a physical player, and going eh. You're nothing. Yeah, and then continuing uh, to play hard. Uh, didn't have his game really last night offensively, no. but but he's doing other things now. You know, he he's more intentional on the defensive end of the floor. He still gets lost off the ball once in a while if you watch him uh, off the ball some. But but sometimes because he's roving and playing free safety and looking for blocks or steals, which he is picking up some of those. Yeah, he he's not still not a finished product, yeah. and he's one of the best players in the league. Uh, and he's not finished, though. Yep. Uh, he could be better defensively. Um, he does get lost off the ball sometimes. Um, he is, because he's such a, and here's the challenge. You want great offensive players. You want guys who can win one-on-one battles and can go into the teeth of defense. And then you want to help them learn to play with in an offense where the ball flows so they don't have to always work so hard for their points. Mm-hmm. And he's such a great player, and he, he can shoot the three with, you know, with complete ease. He can get to the rim almost any time he wants. You, I think the next step for this team is getting into what Finch is actually known for, which is really nice offensive flow with great ball movement that makes the game easier for everybody. Right now they're winning with defense, with you know, with really good individual offensive play, um, with a, a point guard getting the ball to the right people. If they get to the point where the ball really flows, this team's going to be just impossible to guard. I thought one of the best things that happened last night was late in the game when, when Edwards got the ball and he began his routine of dribbling off the shot clock. But then he went to the basket, got in the lane, was surrounded, and gave the ball up to Mike Conley, who hit his shot. Uh, now, maybe that 
uh, puts it in Edwards' mind that, hey, dribble penetration and kickouts are fine uh, late in the game. I'd like to see a little less uh, hero ball from Edwards toward the end of games. Yes, uh, absolutely. That was a great example of that. And and, and Ant is a very good passer. Mm-hmm. He leads the team in assists this year. Yep. So, I mean, he, he's a very good passer. He's a very willing passer. But he's also your best offensive player and a great shooter. So just finding balance. I, I think you know for for Ant, it's finding just the right times to kick, the right times to shoot, the right you know just kind of ironing out the decision making process there. And I think for Towns, it's offensively, you know, the next step for him is just you know making the right decision when he's driving. Mm-hmm. You know, don't don't get the charge. Um, you know, you're a big guy. It's hard to stop your momentum once you get going. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's a great shooter. Sometimes the pull-up is going to be the right shot for him. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sneaking, snaking around the defenders would be better than trying to bolt through. And so these are, you know, these are just the challenges that really talented offensive players have to, have to face once they deal with defenses that are really intentionally trying to stop them. For me, play number one for Towns, if he is uh, in a catch-and-shoot position, outside the three-point line, let it fly. He's on a, a good stretch right now, and he's always been a good three-point shooter. That, to me, is his best shot. Yeah, well, it is. And, and, and also, because he's such a great shooter from out there, people have to close out hard, mm-hmm. and he's talented enough when they close out hard to go around them. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's where, to me, the, the crucial part is. Towns is good enough to get to the rim, but sometimes he can avoid the charge by just settling for the, the, the nice, easy mid-range or, or trying to avoid contact and get to the rim rather than, than make contact and give the officials a, an opportunity to call a charge on Will Finch do any load management tonight on the second and back-to-back? I would think so. These are two physical games in three nights. It's a back-to-back. The problem is they have a firm nine-man rotation. Um, I would think that Troy Brown Jr. will play a significant number of minutes tonight and the hope that his energy will kind of make up for resting from the other guys. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's been a firm nine-man rotation. There's not anybody else who's really kind of geared up to play a lot of minutes right now. Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Todd. Live at 5 Sports at Todd and Suhan brought to you by Prairie's Edge Casino Resort.